Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. There is so much happening on the world stage right now, things are lining up like never before, especially in the Middle East. Is there a chance that a financial collapse could launch a global currency? Of course, these ideas have been shared in times past, but we now know that the technology exists to actually make this a reality. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 12, 2018. Let's get to our Prophecy Update today. Because we're not going to have one for a couple of weeks, I will go for a couple of hours uh, today. I'm just kidding. Just, Just kidding. I am going to have to ask you to bear with me as I peel back the layers and get to what I would argue is at the core of prophetic importance. I think you would agree with me when I say this, but we here in America are being bombarded with matters of little to no significance that in the grand scheme of things are just inconsequential. And all of the bluster that we're inundated with is nothing more than a distraction from that which really matters. Here's the truth of the matter. Israel is what matters. And If you'll hear me out, I would like to explain why that is. So, we're being distracted in what some see as a prosperous America, but the enemies of a more prosperous Israel, and Israel is considerably more prosperous, The enemies of a more prosperous Israel are closing in, and it's exactly as we're told it would be at the time of the end. And here's what's sad. Here on the islands, we're sort of insulated, even isolated, and for the most part, we don't really understand what's happening in the Middle East. Uh, Someone was telling me that Uh, they heard that Hawaii is actually on like the polar opposite side of the planet from Jerusalem in terms of distance. You couldn't get further away. Geographically, in terms of distance, Hawaii is the furthest away from uh, Israel, specifically Jerusalem. Wow. 
Think about that. Here's what's even more sad. (laughs) Those here on the islands who do have some idea of what's happening in the Middle East, particularly concerning Israel, are deceived and have believed the lie from the father of lies, the devil himself. So yesterday I was walking to Kailua town, and I happened upon one of those cars. You've seen these cars. You know, the ones that run out of room for bumper stickers. These people have something to say. (laughs) In the back window, I don't know if you can see it very clearly, but there's a poster board that reads, Tell Congress, spend our tax dollars at home, not on Israel. This is Kailua. On the bumper, there are no less than two more anti-Israel stickers, one of which says, free Palestine and the occupation. Another says, America first, not Israel, which brings to mind Genesis 12, 2 and 3, about God declaring to Abraham that he's going to make him a great nation. And any who bless Israel, God will bless. However, any who curse Israel, God will curse. Now I say that because as an immigrant who wasn't born here, legally an immigrant, legal immigrant, who wasn't born here, I can tell you that my parents fled the Middle East to get away from Islam and the oppression of Islam and the persecution from Islam on Christians in the Middle East. And they came to this country, this blessed America, that is blessed because America has blessed Israel. Do you realize that? That even today, as bad as things are and are getting, that we are enjoying the residual blessing of a nation who once supported Israel, and today with this president is supporting Israel again. Can you please make that connection? Can you please connect the dots between the blessing on America and America blessing Israel, supporting Israel? I'll tell you, it's not just a a nation, it's an individual. It's certainly a church and certainly even more specifically a pastor. I would attribute, and I'm going to kind of go out on a limb here, for lack of a better way of uh, saying it, and suggest that the blessing of God on my life and my ministry, I believe, is due in large part to my love for Israel, especially as an Arab, so-called Palestinian. I believe that God has blessed my life, He has blessed my ministry because I have blessed Israel, and I love Israel, God's people, and the God of Israel. There's one more uh, sticker on here that I want to draw your attention to before we go any further. And it's really ironic, because 
It says, no hate in my state. Oh, really? Wait, 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 give me, give me just a moment here. <laughs> no hate in my state? Seems that you hate the Jewish state. You know, I think it was the Lord that whoever owns the car did not come out to the car when I was walking by the car. <laughs> no, I'm not going to, I'm not saying I would have, oh, I'm, I should be careful. I mean, sometimes my sanctification does flee from me from time to time. Okay, most of the time. But anyway, I would have liked to have engaged in a conversation with this individual as a so-called Palestinian, and, and say to them, oh, free Palestine, end the occupation. Interesting. I'm free. What's this no hate in my state? Uh, sounds like you hate Israel. You hate the state of Israel. No hate in your state? Huh. Isn't it interesting? I had no intentions of going there, but I already did, so I might as well just try to get uh, there and back as soon as possible. But don't you find it interesting that those who say, oh, you're just a hater, are they themselves the epitome of a hater? We, we, those who tout tolerance are amongst the most intolerant. I was reading an article this last week, and uh, oh, I wish I would have remembered the, the, the source of it, but there was an interesting comment in there, something to the effect of how it is that Christianity brought freedom to the oppressed, including the LGBT community to free them from it, not in it. And also all of the oppressed to set the captives free. To free them. Because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Anyway, I it's just... You know, it's uh, one last thing, and we'll get back to our prophecy update already in progress here. But, um, you know, uh, the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Evil is live backwards. L-I-V-E-E-V-I-L. It's backwards, literally. You know, in, in Satanism, they actually will recite passages of the Bible like the 23rd Psalm backwards. The Lord's Prayer backwards. They do it backwards. E-V-I-L is L-I-V-E backwards. And I think such is the case here. Well, dare I say that it's this very hate from the enemies of the Jewish state that will usher in the fulfillment of major Bible prophecy, and namely the prophecy in Ezekiel 38, which I would submit is ever so close 
to its ultimate fulfillment. What's unique to this prophecy in Ezekiel 38, which is one of the reasons why we talk about it often, is because there are numerous details within that prophecy, woven into the fabric of the pages of that prophecy, that speak to, with great specificity, certain conditions that will be present at the time that this prophecy is fulfilled. And so one of those details in this prophecy is about the prosperity of Israel at the time that they are attacked and this prophecy is fulfilled. Even five years ago, I could not stand up here and do a prophecy update and talk to you about the wealth and the prosperity and the economy of Israel as it is today. This has been very recent. And again, this is yet another detail among many details that we have described for us in the prophecy that are coming to pass with 100% accuracy. The reason that this particular detail is so important is because it means that Israel's economy and wealth is such that the nations who attack Israel do so to take from Israel. That's the purpose of the attack. And again, that's yet even another detail, and it's in verse 13 of Ezekiel 38. When Saudi Arabia, who today is aligned with Israel, who knew? God knew. Against the enemy of Iran, and with Iran, Russia, and with Russia and Iran, Turkey, I'll call them the big three for purpose of discussion, that at the time that this alliance of nations attacks Israel, Israel will be so prosperous. In other words, there has to be something in Israel for them to attack Israel. And here's what's really interesting. And this was just very recent, and it came on the heels of this administration under President Trump just enforcing and really upping, if I can say it that way, the sanctions after pulling out of the horrible, and I will even say evil, deal, nuclear deal with Iran that one Barack Hussein Obama uh, signed. So here's what's interesting, and here's the development that fits with this detail. Iran, Russia, and Turkey are on the verge of economic collapse. Did you know that? And because of this, they have to do something and fast. And for those of us who know God's word, that's something that they have to do and fast is none other than the prophesied attack against Israel for the purpose of taking the spoil in Israel. And what's even more interesting, these three countries that today find themselves on the verge of economic collapse, they are the three main countries that are aligned in this failed attack. Russia, 
Iran, and Turkey, and all of them are at the ready. I want to begin with this analysis that was published in Arut Sheva about how Iran is trying to tighten the noose around Israel. The the headline alone caught my attention because, again, it's backwards. It's really that Iran is having the noose tighten around them. Here's some of what the report had to say. On Tuesday, Israeli Defense Minister Avigdor Lieberman said Syria, which is Isaiah 17, we'll talk about that, Uh, at another time. Syria was building an even larger army it had before the civil war started in 2011. We see the Syrian army, which is not satisfied with taking control of all the Syrian territory, but is clearly building a new large-scale land army. Interesting, that's another detail in Ezekiel 38 that will return to its previous dimensions and beyond, according to Lieberman, who spoke to reporters during a massive drill by the Israeli army on the Golan Heights. Lieberman didn't address the growing Iranian threat from Syria, but he no doubt knows what's happening on the other side of the border with Syria, where the Iranian-Russian-backed pro-Assad coalition sees the last pockets of Islamist resistance at the end of July. They control it. They control it. Yesterday, the Jerusalem Post published a report about how Iran test-fired a short-range anti-ship missile in the Strait of Hormuz, during naval drills just this last week, and that Washington believes were aimed at sending a message as the United States reimposes sanctions on Tehran. These sanctions are killing them. They are killing them. U.S. Army General Joseph Votel said earlier this week, the scope and scale of the exercises were similar to the ones Iran had carried out in the past. But the timing of this particular set of exercises was designed to get Washington's attention. Uh, This is uh, reminiscent of what Jesus said when he answered the disciples' question about what will be the signs of your return and of the end of the age. And Jesus sort of listed a number of things that will take place, among which were that nation would rise against nation and there would be wars and threats of wars Iran is backed into a corner. They got the noose tightening around their neck economically. And now they're threatening concerning the Straits of Hormuz. Votel told reporters at the Pentagon, it's pretty clear to us that they were trying to use that exercise to send a message to us that as we approach this period of the sanctions here, that they had some capabilities. (laughs) Iran has been furious over U.S. President Donald Trump's decision to pull out of an international agreement on Iran's nuclear program and reimpose sanctions on Tehran. Senior Iranian officials have 
Here's an interesting word, warned slash threatened. The country would not easily yield to a renewed U.S. campaign to strangle Iran's vital oil exports. Last month, Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, backed President Hassan Rouhani's suggestion that Iran may block Gulf oil exports of its own if its own exports are stopped. Did you catch that? That's another detail, isn't it? Is that not the spoil that is in Israel? The natural gas and the oil, both of which Russia, Iran, Turkey, et al., all need in order to survive? Well, as I was thinking about these developments, I began to see this as a textbook case of how one will act or react when they're backed into a corner, and Iran in particular is getting it from all sides, even feeling pressure from their own people, get this, who instead of chanting death to America and death to Israel, are now chanting death to the dictator. This according to Fox News, who reported on how the U.S. sanctions are increasing economic unrest in Iran. It seems that days of unprecedented protest aimed at Iran's sluggish economy, along with, quote, biting sanctions imposed by President Trump, are ramping up pressure on the Islamic Republic's ruling class. They're in trouble, and they know it. And they got to do something. Fox News goes on to report that videos circulating on social media purportedly taken from inside Iran show thousands of protesters marching through the streets. In one video, crowds leaving a soccer match are heard yelling, Death to the dictator! Death to Khamenei! Death to Rouhani! And Islamic regime must get lost, according to a translation tweeted by a Middle East analyst. By the way... Let me parenthetically say, and this is just, I mean, such good news. So many Iranians by the multitudes are coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ in light of this, and even in spite of this. And I praise the Lord for that, the Iranian people. Well, please know that it's not just Iran, but Russia and Turkey as well. Again, I, I, I mentioned this on occasion, but, and I'm no mathematician, far from it. In fact, I never really did that well in, in school with math or algebra. But I would just be really interested to know what the statistical probabilities are that three nations that are listed in a prophecy written 2,500 plus years ago would all simultaneously, one in concert with the other, be on the brink of economic ruin at the same time. And then the statistical probabilities of at that exact time have Israel be so prosperous at the same exact time. I don't know, I'll ask Tom, he'll probably come up with that number and it'll make my hair hurt, what little hair I have left. But anyway. Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. 
This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's prophecy update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this prophecy update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s prophecy updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to inspiritandtruthradio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this prophecy update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.